So you think you're the only one with that billion dollar business idea? Well, maybe, maybe not. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to effectively spy out the land. You don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. Ready to level up your business and boost your confidence? Just starting a business and overwhelmed with where to start? Don't worry. LaToya's got you covered. Welcome to the Birthin' Big Business Podcast, where budding female entrepreneurs ignite their purpose in the marketplace. Meet your host, LaToya Morris. She's every CEO's secret weapon and every business owner's triple threat. She trains, coaches, and creates strategies by pushing marketing ideas into business money-making solutions. Now, let's push through the marketplace and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. So today I wanted to talk to you about competition and what that looks like moving forward if you are a business owner. So I'm going to just give you a case study of mine. I was working with a phenomenal business owner years ago and um, we were doing her business plan. And the first thing I asked her was who was her competitor? And she said she didn't have a competitor because, you know, she's the best thing since sliced bread. She didn't say that. I'm just kind of putting that in there. But I thought that was really fascinating because even though you might be the first um, to create that idea or that product or whatever, you do have some type of competition somewhere. Now, you you might be able to um, buy them out or you might be able to take over, but nonetheless, somebody is either doing what you're doing, has tried to do it, maybe it failed, maybe they're in the process of doing it, or maybe you are the first to do something, but you still want to see who could possibly tag along. So say you have a really big idea and you're the first. Well, there are a lot of other people who have maybe more money than you, um, who maybe have more influence, and they will try to either mimic what you have or buy you out. If And if you're ready to sell, that's great. But if you're not, then that's a problem. And so that's what you see with a lot of small business owners or a lot of small businesses. They'll have a great idea and they will have a niche that they've honed on honed into and then all of a sudden you'll see like a really big name come out with the same exact product and will wipe them out or um in this person's case she knew that there were going to be a lot of people coming after her she actually does have some patents um which is really really good but nonetheless you already know people are going to duplicate what you're doing. And if they do, are they going to sell it for cheaper? Because at the end of the day, your customer and client really is just looking for the best deal and they're looking for quality. So if you sell a product, for instance, and I I tend to kind of veer in helping um, service-based businesses, but I have helped um, product-based businesses as well. If you're selling a product and you're the first to sell that product, you better believe that there are going to be people out there that are going to, um, they're going to mimic it. 
They're going to they're going to find a way to sell that product at a cheaper cost. Especially with the economy um, in the direction it's going in now. So I wanted to talk to you today about how to effectively spy out the land. In short, essentially what I want to talk to you today about is knowing your competitors' blind spots. Because I think that's key to really focus your attention on. So you might want to grab some paper, pencil, and write this down. So what do I mean by knowing your competitors' blind spots? Well, I love to refer to the Bible um, a lot because I think that can kind of give you a basis um, on, on something to build on sometimes. And so this reminds me of Joshua and Caleb and well, they, they took the land, but in the beginning they had, you know, these, these spies and they were coming in to spy out their promised land. And that really just sets home for me because it shows how strategic you have to be to know your enemy. Like if you are in battle, if you are in anything, you want to know who the opponents are. That's essential. And so you also need to know that in business, I remember talking to another young lady and um, she said that she, I was asking her like what she knows about her competitor. And she was like, oh, well, um, I don't check my competitor because, you know, Oprah said to, you know, she doesn't look at her competitors. And I told her, but you're not Oprah. You're a startup business. <laughs> and I hate to say it that way, but it you have to start somewhere. And you'll hear a lot of big name um, businesses out there that will say, you know, I don't check my competitor. A lot of well-known speakers. I never look at my competitor. I don't, I don't take a look at my competitor. I just do me. Don't believe that. They may not look at their competitor, but they have a sales department. They have a marketing department. They have a team. They have staff that are, they're not just going out if that's the case, if that's the case, then whenever there's something trending, they wouldn't be riding that trend. Not saying that they ride all trends, but they ride some trends. If that was the case, they wouldn't be on social media on a regular basis because they know, at least for their industry, they have to be on social media. So that's a lie. They may not be looking at their competitors, but their team definitely is. So I wanted to just give you some tips um, and just break down the why. But first, I want to say we're going to break this down with who, what, where and why. So let's start with the who. The who is who is your competitors? Anyone that shares your customer. And parallels your business offerings. That's essentially who your competitors are. Anyone that shares your customers or customer clients and is parallel or parallels your business offerings. So 
even if you guys don't sell the exact same thing, you sell something similar. So basically, like, if I'm your client, I have a choice. I can either go to you or your competitor. Basically, that's what you that's what you want to look at. Um, Think of like Burger King and McDonald's. Right. So they, they're they're on the same strip, but they they offer different things. But essentially, it's the same customer. Like unless you're greedy. I'm just going to give it. I'm going to keep it real with you. Unless you're greedy, you're either going to go to the McDonald's or you're going to go to the Burger King. You're not going to both. I don't care. I I know McDonald's probably still I haven't eaten there in years, but I'm pretty sure they still got they're known for their fries. Even still, it's very rare that you're hitting up both. You either going to go to one or the other. That's how you want to think about it when you're looking at your customer. If you have a salon, like a beauty salon. Okay. Um and your client is getting their hair done. And you are across the street from another salon. They're going to pick either you or them. I guarantee you if you're booked or if you're off that day and the people across the street are just as good as you, I guarantee you if they need to get their hair done, they're going to go across the street. And you better hope they come back. So that's how you want to think about it. You want to know who your competitors are based on what your offerings are. And then the clients that you serve. This also will help you as you build your brand and build your business um, to be able to identify who your clients are. So if you're starting a business and you don't really know who your clients are, this is a great place to start because if say your clients, um, are women between the age of 30 and 35, something like that. Well, that's too, 30 to 45. <laughs> Sorry, 30 to 45. Let's just say, I'm just throwing out a number. Um, and say there's another company that's that's similar and um, they kind of sell some products that you are thinking about selling. That's a great way to start because then you can see what your clients need needs are, what they want, what are they commenting on um, when it comes to like social media? What are, what are some of the things that they're asking for? This will kind of help you to kind of structure how you should map out your business so that you can be opposite and different from your competitors, but so that you can stand out. Next, what? So what is the reason why you need to spy out your land or spy out the the competitor? What are you actually looking for? Well, you're looking for loopholes. You're looking for cracks in their foundation. Or perhaps something they're just not offering. Maybe they don't want to offer it. And you can provide that offer. Let's go back to the salon. So say um, your salon does just like wash and wash, styling, whatever. And then the other salon across the street, they may do eyebrows. Or maybe they'll have somebody that does manicures. Well, that is a 
competitor because now if I really wanted to get all dolled up, I can literally just go across the street and get like everything done at one time. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so that those are the things you kind of want to look at um, for yourself when you do your SWOT analysis. But also you want to kind of pay attention to what are some weak areas on their end? Like, let's just say maybe they don't have a website. Believe it or not, there's still people that don't have a website. Maybe they don't have a website that can go to your advantage. Maybe they don't have a, a smoother way to um, accept payments. So maybe you'll offer something where you'll allow people to book online. Now, granted, once they find out, they'll probably adopt that method. But by then, you would have gotten some of them, some of their clients, hopefully. Right. So that's the what what you're looking for. You're looking for loopholes, cracks in their foundation when it comes to the structure of their business. And then you, you're also looking for some offerings that maybe they have or they don't have that you actually want to offer. You you definitely want to look up that um, when you are if you if you're getting a physical location. Because if you're getting a physical location, it's very, very important to um, figure out um, where to go. Some things, it doesn't matter. Some places, it doesn't matter where you plant your business. And other places, it's very critical. Like if you are in the food industry, it's very important to know where to place your restaurant. So that's the what. Now, where? Where, where do we find these competitors? You are going to look at those, you're going to find those competitors any place your customers are. Because I can guarantee you, your competitors are there. This is very key to um, if you have a service-based business and you, you know, you go to events to network. I always tell people, really find out the, the events that are going to matter because I don't want you wasting your time. I don't want you going to an event, networking with people and your competitors or your customers aren't there. You're wasting your time. So that's why it's so important to just identify um, where, where, where's your customer? You know, are they mainly online or are they mainly like at a physical location? Um, and we're going to talk about customers as well and clients and how to map that out. But that's essentially what you want to know. You want to know where your customers are because your competitors are probably going to be there. They're probably going to target their ads there. Um, they, they might do events there. And that's where you can find your competitors. Now, why, why is it important to know your competitors? And I'm not saying obsess over them. I'm just saying know who they are and then that's it and I'll get I'll get into the tips in a minute but it's really important to know your competitors because your customers need options they need options i want you to think on the mindset of a business owner and not a consumer so once you once you step out of being a consumer You'll look at things differently. Even when you go to shop as a consumer, you'll view things differently. And so you have to allow options for your customer. Another reason why is because 
you don't, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But you should be able to create your own spoke. I'm going to repeat that. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. But you should be able to create your own spoke. So get a piece of that market share. And so this is why it's important to know your, like if you go, if you ever watched certain shows, you, that's what they're asking you. They want to know your sales goals. They want to know your current sales. These are some of the questions that they ask you. And if you don't know your competitor and you don't know your client, then remember when I was talking about you work in a job or you own a job, that, that'll be the case. And the next reason why you want to do it is because you don't want to get blindsided. Like you don't want to, you, you don't want to get cut off. So I always believe in being 10 steps ahead of everything. If you can, I'm a planner. So, but you want to be 10 steps ahead so that you're able to effectively pinpoint the next move. Now, Hey, we couldn't be 10 steps ahead when it came to pandemic, but there were a lot of people that were prepared and they didn't even know it. Like there were a lot of people that had a website. Um, they, they had other ways to generate income that a lot of business owners didn't have. A lot of business owners didn't have a website. They didn't have a way to get clients unless they were somewhere physical. And so it really took a damper on their company. And so this is the reason why you want to be ahead. You know, because once you know enough about your competitors, you'll know how to build your foundation. You'll know how to build your foundation. So I'm going to share with you some tips, just four tips. The first tip, get the main facts and go. Like, don't obsess with your competitors. Don't go and follow them and be like, you know, just get up and go. Like Joshua and Caleb, they didn't, they got the information, they was out, they dipped. So get what you can, take notes, learn enough about them and go. Don't just start a business and and just be like, well, I don't have any competitors. And I just, that's not wise. That's not wise. Next, determine if they're actually competitors or potential partners. Sometimes they may not be competitors. They actually might be potential partners. How do you tell the difference? Well, uh, basically a partner or developing partnerships with people are essential. And one way to tell is you share the same customer, but you're not competitors. So maybe you offer going back to the salon. Maybe you, you, um, provide like hair services and the other uh, person across the street provides like beauty services, like, um, skincare, um, makeup, eyelashes, you know, nails. And say, you don't, you're not trying to get into that you, you're not interested. They're actually partners, not competitors, because you guys share the same customer. And you need some of those because you can feed each other when it comes to um, 
uh, generating income and, and, and referring clients. So you want to be able to determine whether th- they're actually competitors or potential partners. And if they're potential partners, finding ways that you guys can merge or, or build together is essential. Um, number three, you want to focus on your top three competitors. So don't try to get like a list of all these competitors, right? Just try to see if you can find three. I always suggest looking for two local competitors and I'm sorry, two direct competitors and one indirect competitor. So two locals and one like maybe not locally um, a, a competitor, but you aspire to be there someday. Like, you know, they're way up there, but you guys have the same offerings. They just maybe they have a stronger following. Maybe they've been around a lot longer. Um, and then your two di- direct competitors would be people local. They might, st- of course, they're still going to have a following if you're just starting your business. But these are people where like, if I'm, if your client is driving their car, they have a choice if they can go into this store or the other store. So they're in your area. It's, a, it's very important to know those people. Um, and then the fourth tip I would suggest is don't try too hard to be unlike them. I have my, my quotes, my air quotes. Don't try too hard to be unlike them. So you should know what you're offering ahead of time before you like look at your competitors. So don't go and be like, well, they're not offering this. So I'm going to offer this or they're offering that. So I'm not going to offer that. No, stick with the game plan. Just use it as a, a, a tool to be, again, 10 steps ahead. But don't try so hard to be separate or different from them. You may literally offer the exact same thing from them, but maybe your prices are different. Maybe you appeal to a different audience, even though you share the same customer. Maybe there's like a subset that you can cater to. So don't try so hard to be unlike them. Just get information that you can. Think like you're the spy, right? We we that spy, we that Jedi spy. Think like you're the spy. Get what you can, get the information you can, build from that, and then go and move forward. And then every now and then, like, you know, every quarter, maybe you want to dip and just see, like, maybe they have a, a sale or maybe, you know, because, again, we're trying to get that market share. Look, Black Friday is coming up, and I know a lot of people um, are gearing up for that. I'm going to be honest with you. I always delay when it comes to Black Friday and nine times out of 10, I never really participate in it. I just forget like, oops, should have had some for Black Black Friday. Didn't think about that. But especially if you have a product, you'll definitely, like when I used to sell product, my first real business was beauty care. Um, I did gear up for Black Friday. So if you're gearing up for Black Friday, you definitely like, people are already sending me tons of emails about pre-Black Friday sales and, you know, Black Friday this and Black and countdown that and count. So hopefully you have some kind of game plan in place when it comes to your, your offering. But let it, you know, don't really focus so much on, I got to get in the black. Focus on, I got to build that connection. I want to build that. Look, again, think outside of being a consumer, right? 
Think outside of being a consumer. Now, I'm going to be the consumer for you in this exercise that we're about to do. And I'm I'm going to say, when you think about um, being a business owner that you are, what are your main objectives? Besides being in the black, what are some main things that you are trying to accomplish with your business um, before the year end? Write those three things down. Write those three things down. And see what you need to do to effectively achieve them. Now, I'm going to tell you from a customer's perspective, I don't care what you're offering. I'm looking at price and quality. I'm I'm a little bit on quality. Some people don't even care about quality. But people are shopping around like never before because they know that people are coming out there with their little Black Friday deals, with their little landing pages, sign this get this free uh, webinar that we already know that you're going to upsell me with the free webinar. <laughs> we already know people are smart. They already know this. They've been bombarded with it during the pandemic. I mean, literally hammered with it during the pandemic and they are getting swamped with it. So what can you, what can, how can you connect with me? What's going to make me, what, what, what kind of message can you tell me that no one else is going to tell me? And that's why it's important to know your competitor. Well, that's all I have. You know, that's enough of my little rant. I'm going to get off my little soapbox. But, you know, I I just wanted to um, share that with you because I think it is so important to really understand who your competitors are, people. Don't go and start a business and think you're the only one on earth with that billion dollar idea. You probably are especially if you're in the tech space. I'm not knocking you. There's only one you. There's only one you. But still, be wise, be vigilant, and know who your competitors are. Till we meet again.